0: All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG.
2: Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to your claim lawyers. A no-win, no-fee, personal injury injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au Back has won five of the last championship races. Can he get the job
3: done alongside a fast starting Will Davison and Davison converts beautifully off the line start by Will, but at the moment Will Davison is on target for an impressive victory. Lines it up to the chequered flag and it's career victory number 21 for Will Davison at yeah. a very special yeah. location at Sandown. Oh, thanks Rich. Thank you guys.
2: A pretty good day at the office for Dick Johnson Racing and uh boys, I did mention that uh, this week was a very quiet one news-wise because... Everything uh, pretty much happened last week because it was announced uh, before the Sandown Super Sprint that Dick Johnson Racing would have a new majority owner with the Ralph family buying into the team. And we've been good enough to be joined by Brett Ralph, who's given us some time. Brett, welcome to the driver's seat and uh, thanks for joining us on the program.
1: Good to be with you. (laughs)
0: Hey, Brett, welcome Welcome to the family, I can say. <laughs> welcome to the family.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was, well, it I, I didn't
1: feels like
0: that. I didn't get much of a chance to chat to you on Saturday. I was too busy uh, trying to deal with all of the uh, kids crashing into each other in on 86. But I got a brief uh, hello uh, just at the end of race one on Saturday, mate, before uh, you ducked down to the podium for your first... First podium, hopefully first of many, um, but I'm sure that uh, there's going to be plenty of times at the track and away from the track that will no doubt catch up.
1: I'm sure we will too, mate, and (laughs) we're looking looking forward to many more podiums and hopefully we uh, can get further on that journey in New Zealand in a few weeks' time.
3: Brett, it's Matt McKeldon speaking. Um, congratulations on the on your purchase uh, with DJR there and, and the business deal. I guess from a, a fan point of view, you're not a name synonymous with our sport. Obviously, you, you, you're known in the in the um, netball world and in the baseball world and in the NRL world. But you, it's a name not synonymous with us. Give us a, a, a give us your, your elevator pitch. You know who's who's Brett Ralph. What do you do? Where you come from? What do you tell us all about yourself?
1: Well, most of those sports, I kind of snuck up on them as well, mate, uh, before we got involved. I wasn't really known in those sports either. But uh, my brother Sean and I operate a uh, courier business, Jet couriers, which I've run throughout Australia and uh, New Zealand and North America. And um, that business has been very good to us and it's put us in a position where we can start to do some of the uh, things that perhaps a lot of people have dreamed about doing one day. And I was relating to... Dick Johnson on the weekend that the very first live motor race that I ever attended was at Turn Down when I was a 17-year-old kid, and that was in 1981, and I turned up to watch Dick win that race on his way to uh, winning the Australian Touring Car Championship that year, and of course Bathurst that year, and I've been a fan ever since, so it, uh, at times I need to pinch myself to uh, think that I'm actually part of uh, this iconic team that he's built over more than 50 years.
0: Is that, is that something, mate, that uh, just came about, was honestly just uh, all the stars aligned, or is it it's something that, uh, you know, as in DJR, is that something that you, maybe uh, you and Sean had your eyes on, uh, obviously from a, from a distance and obviously the difference and change with the ownership with, with obviously my old man and Roger Penske. Is that something that you had your eye on and you are thinking, hey, I wouldn't mind if we can uh, be a part of this thing?
1: absolutely not. It came out of the blue for us. We had uh, struck up a friendship with Anton Di Pasquale about uh, four years ago. Um, We bumped into him at the the Grand Prix. He actually wandered into our corporate box and introduced himself as a a guy fresh on the the, the V8 supercar uh, scene. And um, we thought, what a terrific young man. And we started to follow his career and, and were quite captivated by what was going on with him. And um, then one day we got a phone call asking us if we had any interest in expanding our sports portfolio into motor racing and as I keep telling people, when somebody offers you a chance to be involved with DJR, you jump in as quick as you can and grab it with both hands.
3: <laughs> and from a from a business point of view and, and you rightly describe it there as a sporting portfolio, what is what does the day look like for Brett Ralph? Do you get in the in into jets and you do all the jets business the jets courier business and then with a smile on your face turn to all the sporting the good fun stuff or is it, like, is this a full-time thing for you and your brother runs jets where, where does your day-to-day involvement from all your your sporting portfolios lay
1: well that would depend on who you ask. if you ask uh sean who who looks after all the operational side of the business he would tell you that uh <laughs> he looks after the jet operations and he pays the bills and i get all the glory with the sporting teams and um, I wouldn't admit it to his face. Thankfully, he's over in the US, running the <laughs> business over there. But he's prob- probably a little bit of truth there. So, <laughs> look, the sporting teams are a lot of fun, particularly uh, the ones we're involved with, a pretty successful organisation. So if you uh, wanted to be involved in sporting teams, the four that we've got are all very successful teams. were very successful when we got there and, and we like to think that we've helped out a little bit since we've been involved, and hopefully we can do the same with TJR.
0: Mate, uh, obviously, very different. It's a, it's a very different uh, team in the way of obviously motorsport compared to, let's say, NRL and, and the Storm, for mm. instance. Mm. Um, what's will it be? Do you do you foresee um, the way you and and the I guess the the involvement you have in in other teams like the Storm? Will this be something similar, or do you think that, are they all different? Do you have to run them all differently and make different decisions on all of them to make them, to keep them up pointy and keep them successful?
1: Yeah, they're all very different. Um, and also, the involvement we have with each team is quite different. So mm-hmm. with the Melbourne Aces, the, the baseball team and the Australian Baseball League, uh, that's a sport I've been involved in since I was a kid, and I've probably got a, a, a much better idea of that, and also i um as we own the entire team we can pretty well make our own decisions and and get on with it but then you might look at uh the storm that have a very very capable uh, management team and a very strong board with some people who have some incredible uh business now and so our contribution there is more limited um we're, we're certainly involved in the key decisions but uh, Sean and I are smart enough to know what we don't know about these various sports and to listen <laughs> carefully to the, to the experts that we have so in a lot of ways the, the business principles are still there which is to make sure that you've got really good people who know what they're doing in the right positions and then hold them accountable and make sure that they're making you know the correct decisions but as long as they are doing that to back them to, to listen to them and, and have faith in them that they know what they're doing and I have tremendous faith that, you know, with Ryan Story and Dick Johnson at DJR, um, there won't be too many tough decisions for us to make.
2: (laughs) Brett, do you you find that there's a little bit of overlap in terms of, you know, what you do at Jet Couriers and Dick Johnson Racing? I mean, uh, you've gone absolutely... You started off as a small company uh, and then here in Melbourne and then you expanded nationally and also internationally because you've got uh, offices in New Zealand and in the US as well. And that's kind of like... DJR started off pretty much like Queensland based and now they're very much a national fan base and there's a little bit of overlap there too, especially in the line of work that you do with logistics because, you know, you would have been all around the country. Uh, The Car 17 has been all around the country. It's got fans all around the country. Was that bit of synergy something that, you know, was also a big appeal to you when you decided to buy into the team?
1: Look, you are right that... There are a lot of synergies between the way Jet Careers operates and DJR operates. First of all, um, both organisations got where they are with a lot of hard work. It didn't happen by accident. Dick wasn't as successful as he has been without there being a lot of hard work and a lot of support from a lot of people. The uh, Ours is a family business and and DJR is the absolute definition of a family business. and um, but, the more time I spend around that business, the more I realise exactly how much of a family business at all. And one of the, the huge surprises to me was I worked out very, very quickly that there's a secret ingredient at DJR that a lot of people probably aren't aware of, and that's Jillie Johnson. She <laughs> is the glue that holds that place together. Um, a lot of the people there call her mum, and she is so important to that organisation, uh, along with Dick, obviously, there is very much a family feel to the organisation. And everybody there wants to do the best job they can because they don't want to let anybody else down. And it seems to be working really well.
3: So I I, I want to just go away from the business side and all the talk and all that kind of stuff. We now know you're an owner at, at uh, DJR, which is awesome. Uh, many of our SEN listeners love to chat about what they've got in their garages, what we've got, what we drive every day. So what does... Brett, Ralph, do you a – I know you have bought a Ford team, but are you a, you're a closet Holden fan. you got a Monaro in the garage down there. You're a Mustang. You drive a Ferrari. Give us, give us the spill. Fess up on what's in your garage if you're a car guy.
1: Uh, you know what? I was, I was told that I'd get tripped up on this, and obviously I've actually been in communication with Ford today about um, – <laughs> Getting some more Fords within our uh, organisation—they're hard to <laughs> get at the moment. Everybody wants a Ford. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's a waiting list if you want a Ford. But within the yep. family, my, my son's got a got a Mustang, which uh, he, he absolutely loves. But I've got to confess, um, yeah, I I uh, drive a Cadillac Escalade, so we might have to do something oh, about that.
3: <laughs> a Caddy Escalade, a like a like a rapper. All the rappers in America have the caddy. Probably all. It's probably all blacked has, out as yeah, well. Spinning silver wheels and all that <laughs> kind of gear on it.
1: Um, I'm told there's three types of people that drive escalators in the US. It's the gangster rappers, the uh, the politicians, <laughs> and uh, and the mob. So I'll leave <laughs> to you and your audience to work out where I fit in. Here. <laughs>
3: well you you've bought into a supercar team, so you better be a mobster and a politician all in the one, <laughs> in the one <laughs> especially when it comes to grabbing sponsors
0: yeah exactly <laughs> hey i'm just I'm just looking at it oh, there's a couple of sentences. have you noticed there's a couple of things here maddie that that actually work out really well and i'm just wondering mm-hmm. uh brett is there a, is there an age limit on your uh, on a driver for jet couriers oh because, no. you know what? Because, you know what? No. How cool would it be if Jet Johnson did some Jet Couriers <laughs> <to> drop-offs? <laughs> that would be pretty cool. It could be.
3: And it could all be for well, the price of about $100,000 on his uh, Trans Am <laughs> program. On, come you on. Know, <laughs>
1: that's, uh, that's a
3: bargain right there. <laughs>
1: Well, first of all, Stephen, congratulations on having the uh, foresight to the, the <laughs> name your Bad jet. That's uh, inspiration right there. Yes, and you. also, congratulations on his weekend. Um, a clean sweep of the uh, the series there, four for four, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, he had a, he had a really good weekend. So he's just yeah, it made, made me very proud. But he did it while, I, as you know, while I was at Sandown. So maybe he doesn't need me at the track anymore. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: hey. See the bosses, uh, potential future bosses watching results there, Stevie J. That's uh, good to know.
0: <laughs> hey? uh, well, you never no, know. You Every, everyone's watching. The- everyone's watching <laughs> keeping a
1: keen eye on him
3: <laughs> <laughs> so uh brett, we'll let you go we've run out of time but um uh what does the rest of the year look like for you um will, will we see you at every race are we going to see you on every bit of media or are you a guy that likes to take a little bit more of a backseat in your management and ownership of a team like are you going to be visible or we're going to see you at every race where, where, do, where do we stand on uh, brett ralph moving forward
1: Look, I'm fairly notorious for being an under the radar type guy and um certainly Justin Rodsky from uh, the CEO from Melbourne Storm was somewhat surprised when he saw that there was an, actually a, a photo of me that made the media because they've been trying to get one of me for two years. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I'm I'm an under the I'm an under the radar guy. Um but I certainly uh you know, know how to keep my finger on the pulse. Um I I got great teams around all the sporting teams who I'm sure will keep me well informed of what's going on. I I won't be able to go to New Zealand, unfortunately, but I can't wait for Bathurst. Mm. Um, Obviously, that's going to be hugely exciting to be there as part of the ownership group.
0: Well, and well, I would you, it's
1: terrific that the race is back in Adelaide as well.
0: Absolutely, that's that's going to be a, a sensational end to the year. And, and Adelaide, obviously, we're used to it being the, the start of the championship. We've missed it, obviously, this year. But uh, to finish, uh, or last year especially, to finish off at, at Adelaide at the end of the year is going to be going to be sensational. But I, I tell you, mate, to roll up to uh, roll up to Sandown for your first event and. And for DJR to deliver you a race win, three podiums and two pole positions is pretty special. There probably should have been more race wins, to be fair. All the right team. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, well done, mate. And uh, it's it's uh, very exciting to have uh, you and Sean and, and the whole family. And I heard your wife does not go to all the football games. She doesn't go to any of those games, but she came to the racing.
1: She uh, She does not attend too many of the sporting events at all. And I kind of assumed she wouldn't want to come to the racing, but she uh, very quickly corrected me on that, and she couldn't wait to get down there and have a look <laughs> behind the scenes. And She enjoyed the day immensely. And um, as you said, what a way to uh, to kick off our first um, round as part of the ownership group. And they came away very proud and very impressed of uh, what the entire team did. So hopefully we can replicate that going forward.
2: Well, Brett, uh, you've, you've got some very good people uh up in Queensland that, uh, that do a fantastic job. And you've also got some good people uh, with Jet Couriers that also do some great work here in Melbourne for you. But uh, you've given us way more of your time than, uh, than I said that I would keep you for, so I will let you go. Um, uh, but thanks so much for joining us on the driver's seat. And uh, no doubt we'll be seeing you in the paddock uh, more often than not.
1: I look forward to that. Thanks, boys.